Hey guys, we wanted to start out uh, a little bit differently today. Uh, Bryce Dejan Jones, a shooting guard for the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, passed this this week. And uh, as a member of the NBA family, we wanted to recognize him and his family and, and just start out with, you know, we, we um, understand how serious the situation is and wanted to give our thoughts and prayers to him and his family and, and the whole situation. Um you know, this is a piece of news that is big, but it doesn't really fit our normal context of goofing off and, you know, having fun with the NBA. This is a serious topic, and we thought it, it deserved a, a serious spotlight. So we first wanted to say that, and now we'll get to the fun, goofy stuff. But um, first, our respects and our prayers to the Dijon, Dijon Jones family. What's up? Hello. Welcome to episode 12 of Hack a Chat, the NBA's first podcast with a man who did every single spell in the Harry Potter world. That's me. I'm Chuck P. And with me is the first female Supreme Court Justice, Dan Trudeo O'Connor. Dan, what are we going to do? Uh, we are here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Behind the MacBook, we have the man of his mug, Gyro. It's nice to be here. We're glad you showed up and we're glad to be back here. Dan, did you like that? Are like, you? But are you glad to be back here? I'm. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad to be talking about the NBA. But I mean, I feel like you just got back from a really nice vacation. I did. I was in Harry Potter world. It was magical. It to sounds, say the least. I mean, I feel like I'm floating right now, okay. just being around you. It was so cool. I got. I got one of the wands that you could be interactive. And uh, for anyone who ever wants to go there, I highly recommend that you avoid doing the one thing. Oh, <laughs> oh it, it not at all. You were yeah, like so first up off, here, up really high, like, ah, like hey, don't, don't do it. Do it. <laughs> um, so first off, there's like a little infrared sensor at the little tip of the wand. Those things never work. Right. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's frustrating to try and do like they have like little sensors and you, you have a shape that you make and then it, it does a thing. Uh, and there's like 28 of them. That's and, too um, many. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, so first off, it's really frustrating to try and do something and not know why it's not working. Yes. Like you're just doing it over and over again and you don't know why it isn't working. It's really, really frustrating to watch somebody do something and it not work and yeah. they don't know why. No. And the worst part is when it's a nine-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you, at least as an adult, can like manage, okay, this is frustrating, but a nine-year-old who is on vacation at Harry Potter World is probably having full-on meltdown mode. Didn't they have just employees once... there to help? Oh, yeah. People? So at every, just about at every station, they had somebody there going, no, uh, higher. Do it high. Just you move your wrist, not your arm. Or just move your arm, not your wrist. Very conflicting things from yeah. different people. And some of them were not trained to be magically happy like they are in Disney. Right. It's like, no, do it like this. Like they were, they were really condescending about it sometimes. Oh, my. No, it's a circle. Do the circle. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Swish and flick. I can't do it. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. No, but, well, was, besides that, it was ridiculous. Good trip, though? Um, no, it was, it was a blast. Um, yeah. I went with my folks, and yep. then my little sister lives in New York City. And we get off the plane and boom, there's my little sister. And she surprise. surprised us. Yeah, we didn't know. That's awesome. Um, and so that was awesome. Hanging out with my sister. So we actually did like the um, one things together. So it wasn't like some adult man standing by himself right. amongst a bunch of children. That's awesome. <laughs> I at least had my sister to be there to do it next to me. So that was fun. 
Um, so Dan, we did. I did double Dan, uh, double Sandra's. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Back I, to back. Back to back. I figured it, that'd be great. That's really good. Dan, this is uh, one of your final live shows with us. This will be one of in the studio. final uh, in studio shows. Yeah. Actually, I moved to Naperville, Illinois, just outside of Chicago, tomorrow morning. Are you sure it's not Naperville? I hope it's Naperville. Okay. I was told it was Naperville, well, but I got news. It's Naperville now. Everyone, Naperville in my world. Does everyone just take naps in Naperville? Yeah, I wish it was like it's that. It's like Naptown, but it's a different state. And I really enjoy <laughs> taking naps, so I feel like it'll be justified when I'm out there and doing it every night when I'm finished with work. So, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> but no, yeah, so this will be the last uh, in-studio pod for a while. I'm sure we will do something over the summer where I come back and oh, yeah. sit in studio and do it that way. But from here on out, it will be me via phone and the two of you in uh the studio in here do we we don't have a name for for our for our studio let's, a lot of let's put it up for a vote oh yes okay if you have a good name for our studio uh which is actually just dover's living room um by all means yeah shoot us a tweet shoot us an email you can find us on twitter at hack underscore uh underscore chat or uh we're on gmail um hack a chat cast at gmail.com Shoot it out to us. Give us some ideas. We'll take the the best idea and yeah. we'll put it in place. Yeah, absolutely. I like that idea. Awesome. I think it'll be fun. Good work. Yeah. Good work. All right. Well, That's off the cuff, not even in the show notes. <laughs> well, uh, we've had fun catching up, but you know we need to catch up with some basketball. So I say we get started. How about you, Dan? Let's do it. And here we go. The conference finals were absolutely more entertaining than I thought they were going to be. Oh, absolutely. Um, because I thought about 50% of them, <coughs> the East, um, was going to be uh, just a bunch of hot garbage. Yep, pretty much. And uh, a Cavs sweep. And that wasn't the case. No, it was not. Which was awesome. Yeah. Toronto put up a heck of a fight. Um, they did. The Cavs won in six games. Um, Toronto winning games three and four at home, which yeah. was great. Um, it was it was cool to see them win it in Toronto. Very cool and, wins uh, in Toronto. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole crowd on the outside going right. They were that fan base oh, is man. so awesome. Well, you bet Jurassic. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Oh my gosh. How long have you been planning that one? Um, when we were at Universal, uh, there is the Jurassic Park area and there's a little game that you can play oh, called gosh. You Bet Jurassic. That's incredible. And ever since I put the connection between that in universal and then like oh jurassic park for right. the toronto uh raptors I, I had to keep that one going it was a really good one <laughs> uh, but yeah those fans man they sure deserve a winner like yeah they oh, yeah. really do because they show up and they are there at home games mm -hmm. and outside oh yeah they're, they do it when they're not even at home right yeah they line up outside to watch the games so those those fans i mean they lift the team to a different level mm -hmm. uh, and that was oh, cool especially to see. drake yeah, especially Drake. <laughs> oh gosh, we I mean, we can hit that question. We can hit yeah. that uh, question right off the bat yeah. if we want to hit it. Was well, how much attention we? Uh, I'm sorry. Last week, um, right, right. Uh, our last episode, we we put up questions for each series. It's the third round, so we did three questions right. for each series. And one of the questions I asked was, how much attention will Drake get? Unfortunately, he didn't get a whole lot. Uh, he did get the one really good LeBron stare down. Yeah, where I thought they were gonna kiss. Well, but they didn't. From what I understand, I believe it was game four. Mm -hmm. uh, LeBron, now this is, I don't know if this is true or not, but everything I saw when he walked by Drake going into halftime, mm -hmm. uh, 
I know this is a, a child-friendly atmosphere, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he dropped an F-bomb at him yes. and said, F you, Drake. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that's true. Oh I can't, you know, I can only speculate that he walked by and said something to him. But I mean, Drake was probably just like uh, our buddy uh, up in New York, um, Spike Lee. I'm sure Spike he Lee. is oh, yeah. sitting courtside chirping at these guys the entire game. Who's yeah. your favorite courtside celebrity? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal? No question. <laughs> Actor Billy Crystal's. Yeah. I love Billy Crystal. I like really I really like Billy Crystal. I love Jason Sudeikis. Did you like that I had that locked and loaded? Yeah, you were ready to I go. I was ready for it. Billy I've thought about great. that. But yeah, Billy Crystal for the the mm. Clippers. He's been a hardcore Clipper fan for a long time. But anyway, oh, we're yeah. we're digressing, digressing. Oh no, but bringing it back. It's fine. We can talk about whatever the heck we want to talk true. about. That's true. That's very true. Uh so Drake yeah. Did he get the attention? Uh, I mean, a little bit. Not as much as I would have anticipated he was going to get. I figured he would be, once a game, like someone was going to come over like Michelle Tafoya and interview him. <laughs> like, so, That's Drake, right. what do you think? And he was going like, to spout off some basketball stuff that mm-hmm. thought that he thought sounded really good, but the reality was it's not really saying anything. Right. And then he would <laughs> go back to sitting down or standing like yeah. he does oh, just the majority of the game. He, he reacts... Um, how I react to my favorite teams. And, yeah. and, and I, I have no problem. A lot of people like bag on Drake and, and the fact that he's there or whatever, he's just, Oh, it's just cause that's his place, whatever. He's from Toronto. And that's the only reason he's there. He's a legit fan and he, really he reacts like a legit fan. And I, I love it. I have no issues with Drake whatsoever. I, I, I we need more of him in the NBA just in general. We need more celebrities for each team. I think yeah, I think that's something we need to take a look at this right. summer. Yeah, this summer we're definitely going to get into what uh what famous people. Oh my gosh, what if Fred Armisen went to every Trailblazers game? I would be the happiest person. <laughs> but dressed as a different Portlandia character yes. every single game. Oh my gosh, what that a great. Make me really okay, happy. this is this is going to be a great segment. It really will be. <laughs> When it's the uh, the summer months and not a lot is happening in NBA world, <laughs> these are the kind of things that we're going to do to keep you guys and us entertained. Yeah, well, I mean, the summer months, we're going to have free agency to talk about, and the Raptors are going to be a big part of that. They are. Um, we're going to have DeMar DeRozan. Who knows if he's going to stay around, if, right. he, if the Raptors are going to try and keep him, if he thinks he can get uh, DeMar money somewhere else. Nice. Oh, thank you. Because um, that leads into our second question, yeah. which was who will win the backcourt battle? And here's the thing. Um, for two home games, the Raptors did. Oh, and definitely. for the other four games, they, they didn't. No. And, and we said going into the series that um, if they are outplayed by Kyrie and JR, the Raptors don't have a chance. Oh, no. They just don't stand a chance. No. Um, with Jonas being in flux, with um, their power forward position not having any sort of solid consistency. No. And, and Damari Carroll still, you know, just trying to get the lay of the land at this point. Right, right. You know, it, their backcourt had to be solid every single game if they wanted mm-hmm. a chance, and it just didn't happen. Well, that was the other thing is, you know, we said who was going to win the backcourt battle, but, like, mm-hmm. we didn't have the question of who was going to show up. Like, and the reasons the Raptors were able to get some of these wins in the series was Bismack Biombo really showed up. Oh, my goodness. He was an animal the Absolutely. entire series. Um, he's that that center I think we're going to see much more of in the future mm-hmm. where, you know, will he develop that 15-foot to 18-foot jumper? I don't know, but can he defend the three-point line? And the answer to that is yes. Like, he yeah. is athletic enough to go exactly. out there and switch on a ball screen mm-hmm. and just not fall over on himself guarding he's, a point guard i gotta tell you what he's um a solid guy for anyone who's looking to build uh on top of a championship caliber team if right. you want to beat the warriors i think bismack biombo could be a big 
piece in that. All right, and I, that's you know what? No, we'll get into this later because uh-huh. I know we're going to talk a little bit Kevin Durant stuff. But okay, you know, some of the some of the stuff we're hearing is <laughs> Durant to Boston, and I could see a Bismack Biyombo being a player in that to say, "Hey, I want this guy to come play with me." Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's used to playing <laughs> with Serge. It's <laughs> that's you know similar a little bit. It makes bit. sense. Yeah. Um, the backcourt, I I do want to touch on Corey Joseph. Right. That's Kojo. your guy. Yeah. Kojo, I loved him. First off, he's a guy who's uh, been to two finals and, yes. and won one. Right. And um, been a part of one of the most competitive finals we've seen in a long time in the, in the, right. uh, 2013. Um, and he he brings a lot of experience and he brings awesome defense. Yep. Um, he brings uh, a head on his shoulders on offense. You know, he's not the shooter that everyone thinks that they need at point guard right now mm-hmm. uh, in this NBA. But he's a serviceable uh, bench guy. If he's and, and, your if he's your point guard in the second unit, you're doing pretty well. Oh yeah, absolutely. He I, can run a team. I think I think he's on his way to uh, a Jamal a Jamal Crawford kind of role where he's not not uh, okay. That would that would sounded ridiculous. Um, I meant his sort of career arc in which he is a perennial great sixth man. Yeah. Not the fact that he's a great offensive player. That's that wasn't what I meant. Yeah. But like in that light of how he can play. Um, within a system and, and, and how he can come off the bench and, and know his his role there mm-hmm. um being you know a lot of guys want to be the number one number two number three on a great team right he understands that being a number six is just as important exactly and so i think I, I i love kojo and i just wanted to give him a shout yeah he had a I mean, he just is he's a dog on defense mm-hmm. like he can pick you up full court and mm-hmm. just ride you all the way up and down the court make you turn it over a couple times oh yeah he's a he, he reminds me a lot of avery bradley like mm-hmm. he's not as as a junkyard dog defender like Avery Bradley is, but right. he is still really good defensively. I say his offensive skills are a little higher than Avery's just for yeah. a, you know, he can control a team. Like he can put the ball in his hands, get guys in position, get them where they need to be and facilitate the offense. Well, and I, he's a great player. I like him. And he, and he was a guy who sat behind Tony Parker, right? I mean, who's <laughs> running a team on offense. Tony Parker is almost a magician. Like, right. it, it, and especially with the Spurs, that team, that he had like that's just who what tony parker was doing that entire time and so to go from experiencing that and and, and then putting it into play uh on a different uh team he's just been great i just yeah. loved him absolutely um our next question how will toronto try to defend the three-point line um well they were the 29th um worst best they were 29th in the league against yeah. three in the regular season they allowed 37 percent uh the Cavs. Each night averaged 11 makes on 29 shots from three. They shot about 39%. So, uh, not, uh, they didn't do very well. They did not do very well. Uh, the, the two games they won, mm-hmm. you know, they, they held the Cavs in check and had yeah. them shooting 40% and under, mm-hmm. uh, which is really tough to do. But I think a lot of that was just the, the Cavs not making shots yeah. that they were open. Well, I mean, th- there were games that. that the Cavs were putting up forty from three, which oh, yeah. is, I mean, almost unheard of at this point. I mean, they but had a, they had a start to a half where they were three of twenty-two, <laughs> which is not good. Right, but I mean, they just they just kept kept letting them fly, right. and um, they they figured that that's how they were going to live and die, and you know, obviously it worked out in the end. But um, speaking of live and die, I just shocked myself with the microphone a little bit. That was interesting. Wow. That was interesting. Are you are you okay? I think I'm okay. Okay, don't. I know you have this cup of water in front of you. Just don't be careful with that. Pour it on my hands. Don't pour it on your hands with or the, the microphone, microphone and the electricity. These aren't even our microphones. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to do that. Um, speaking of the three pointer, um, we need to get to the Warrior series. But first, I, I'll give the scores. We did our predictions right um, for the fi- the last series. Since we're in the third round, we've 
uh, doubled and then doubled our point total. So if you get the team right, you get four points. Bam. If you get the amount of games right as well, you get 12. So uh, none of us got the amount of games right. No, I said Cleveland in four. Dan Dover, you both said Cleveland in five. Each of us gets four points. Cleveland in six. So basically no blood there. Nope. It was Cleveland in six. So yep. Yeah. So we all had the right team, just not the right amount yeah. of games. So when everybody's right, nobody is. Exactly. Um, the other series, the Western Conference Finals. This was okay. First off, I I I want I want to be mad at Dover. Can I be mad at Dover for a second? I thought you were be mad at me, but no. you can no you no can no, be, no you can oh, be mad at Dover. We're gonna, we're gonna do that later. Yeah. Okay. So no. Here's here's what has happened. J- Jeremy decided that he was going to have two teams yes. that he was going right. to support. He I, likes two different teams. I do. And he split them up into into different conferences. That way he had a team on each side of the bracket. It's a smart happened. way to and do it. it. And, it, it, and it's, like not, it's not this year. It, 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 this has been going on for a, a few years now. It's He's always been a Cavs guy because of uh, uh, just Ohio. being in Ohio yeah. and, and living here. Um, but... He fell under your spell, Dan, of of loving Durant. Like that yeah. was his favorite player when he got going, and then he fell in love with Westbrook. You're right, and so he became a Thunder fan. Okay, so this entire series, every time I've watched a game with Jeremy, it's it's a it's a back and forth. Right, it's it's it's, it's us two, you know, talking a little bit of smack and having our team and being you know there for our team and whatever. And he went up three one. Yep. And it got me it got me on edge and it got me nervous and I got upset about it. And then we started coming back and the Warriors were able to make it back. And and I claimed victory. My team beat his team. It probably felt good. Right. It was great, right? Yeah. And so we're going on. We're moving on to the finals. And who's there? Jeremy with these stupid calves. Are you kidding me? Well, you don't lose in a bracket and then get to move on later. That's not how brackets work. Well, here's what's fun about this, though. Here's what's fun. Here's what's fun. What? You get to have that same interaction one more time to end the season. That's right. No, I hate it. I beat Jeremy. I I am victorious. I picked the team. I've supported this team for so long. See, I will and say this. Beat his. I don't know. And then there's Jeremy again. I walk in the next door and he's sitting there with his Cavs shirt on. I want to make sure our listeners understand that you've been a Warriors fan since before they were what we know now as the Warriors. That's true. I was there before Clay Thompson's goatee was. Yes. Um. the The first season I fell in love with the Warriors. Uh, they the following summer they got the seventh pick and took Harrison Barnes. Right, like that. That was the first year I really. It was Clay Thompson's rookie year. Right, is when I fell in love with the Warriors. So, this is before we know the as we know them now. Like yeah, the Warriors as we know them now. It was pre pre MVP, um, pre playoffs right. for them. Yeah. It, you know, and it was as I started liking the NBA. Uh, I was told by you, Dan, actually, um, pick a team you enjoy watching. And I was like, yep. I love three pointers and I love the shooting. And I saw Clay Thompson in the Rising Stars Challenge and I'm like, whoa, this guy can really shoot. I like him. Yep. And so that's when I became a Warriors fan. And I've been here. I've I've paid my I've paid some dues. I've not like there are some people who have been like Cavs fans since like 1964. Yeah. And, and or even Warriors fans yeah. since like oh, way, way longer. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since they won it the first time in 75. But, right. Um, it's not like I've paid the dues, but I've, you know, I've been through bad times with the team and I went forward with them and I feel like I've earned this victory yep. that I don't get to have. Well, you, now you just get the chance to it's have it Jeremy. again. You get to double down on the victory now. 
Possibly. Possibly. But here's the thing is if if the Cavs do pull it off and the Cavs do win, um, I, I'm i one in one. And that's not fun. I'm supposed to be the victor. Once you win in a tournament bracket style, you move on and nobody beat you. And I hate Jeremy because of it. Your rebuttal. Dover. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. That sounds know. like it would hold up in a court of law. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Whatever. He doesn't know. Um, yeah. It? Anyways. Yeah, so you, you are going to be uh, you're going to be one and one. Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, okay, fighting fine. words. Anyway, um, let's get to this. So series. that was frustrating. And then. And then during Game Seven, Dan, yeah. we we all watched the game together. We did. And Game Seven, you and I just about got in a fight. We did not get in a fight. <laughs> there, there was you an argument. moved a seat over. There was an argument. I can attest. To yeah, that. there was an argument. There was a back and forth. Oh, I think you real. I think you didn't realize how much I was really cheering for the Thunder to win. Well, okay, I knew going into the. I knew you were a big yeah. Durant guy. I knew. I mean, that was just again one of the things that as I learned about basketball, yeah. you were like, you gotta look at this amazing specimen in Kevin Durant right and I knew how much you loved him but I didn't realize how much you did not like the Warriors very true I was able to keep that under wraps for the majority of the year because I did not want to have our NBA season right uh, be you know knuckles to each other the uh -huh. entire time right so I was able to keep under wraps uh this is not a team that I've really enjoyed and I feel like you know, now is the time where this is all coming out. Like when the Warriors got down three one, it was like, well, we really don't like them that much, like right. in the media. <laughs> so I feel like now I'm piling on to that. Now right. that they've won, I feel like okay, I, I can come out and really honestly say like, I'm not a huge fan of this team. Now, what are the reasons because of that? I, I love. I think Steph's fantastic. I really think Clay is awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I think Harrison Barnes is a Tar Heel. So like, I naturally have to cheer for him. Yeah, I like Andre Iguodala's game. Like, yep. I like the guys on the team. But the, my issue with it is, it's like. We talked a little bit about this via text. Mm -hmm. uh, I think most of this comes out when guys like Durant keep losing. And I don't want I want to preface this by saying like I have a pretty incredible life. Like great family, great friends, great job, great people, but like uh -huh. when I look at a guy like Steph, things have just worked out pretty perfectly for him since he's been in the league. Okay. Like nothing has really gone poorly for him. He came in, you know, had some struggles, but like well, he had some injury problems. Had some injury that he had problems. To come back from. But the thing with Steph is, like, the work he's put in has paid off. Like, right. Period. Done. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Hard work pays off. Awesome. And that's yeah. what you're told your whole life. But sometimes hard work doesn't pay off. And I've definitely been on that end of the spectrum in some other things okay. you know, in my own life. So that's why I kind of cling to a guy like Durant. Not only do I love the fact that he's a seven-footer who's a guard, mm -hmm. but I look at a guy that's, like, putting in all of the time, energy, and effort that you're supposed to put in, mm -hmm. and it's just not working out for him. Right. And that's why I kind of cling on to a guy like that and cheer for a guy like that because it's I, I understand what it's like to put in a ton of time, energy, and effort into something, right? And it not go the way that it's supposed to go or that you want it to go. So you've just you've related to Durant, and therefore you want you, you you're invested in his success. Correct. You wanted to see him do better. Correct. But, and this all happened. Uh, it was during the, the Sean uh, Livingston. Dunk. It was yeah. It was the third quarter, and Sean Livingston made a move and dunked and. I knew that uh, Sean Livingston, just as a guy who has come back from a horrendous injury, I, really like I knew Livingston. you liked him. And, yeah. and uh, as I'm celebrating, I was like, ooh, I'm going to get Dan in on this celebration. And I just start. I always do like the big yeah, a bunch of slaps. Excited. Yeah, I get And it. I was just like hitting you on the arm. And you're like, look, no, I'm not happy. <laughs> about I'm not. I'm not on the same team with you I here. I don't 
like this. I yeah. was like, but and then you and then like you started explaining all of it, and I was just like sitting. I was like, but Sean Livingston dunked. <laughs> right, right. I feel like I ruined the moment. I think I think the reason why I had the emotional response is that's when I honestly knew it was over for the right. Thunder. Yeah, like that was the the this is like I had held on to hope, but I like I kind of honestly knew when they were up three one, the Warriors are gonna yeah. win this series. Well, you also um when when it was. Uh, the one shot made by Clay Thompson, it wasn't even, it was in game six. It yeah. wasn't even a shot that put them in the lead. It just, it was the one from the shoulder with like five minutes left or something. And the ball had bounced around like off of two guys and it ended up in Clay's hands on the wing. Yeah. And, and he put it up and it went down and you sent a text that just said series over. And I was yeah. like, they're not even winning game six yet. <laughs> so, so that was when I like the, the ball is just bouncing the way of the Warriors. Right. I think that's just mm-hmm. what, the last two years have been yeah like whatever needs to go right for them is going right i agree and they just have and it's good i I, I don't want to say like well they've they've taken advantage of the opportunities they've been given right you know that ball bounces around and gets the clay but he made the shot exactly but i mean it's it's a contested shot with two guys in his face and the ball just it just (laughs) kind of squirts to him he's like oh i'll shoot it now (laughs) uh but it's like it's just those kind of plays Mm -hmm. that not like no other team can really replicate like right. like the ball just it, it has a mind of its own at certain points in the game and at that point it did and it ended up in clay's hands mm-hmm. and he drained a three and that's when i like my buddy of mine and i were texting back and forth after the thunder got up huge to go up three one and it was and he was like this is gonna feel really you know they got a big and the game was still like within striking distance for the warriors and he had sent me a message that said, it's going to be really a really huge bummer when the Warriors come back and win this game. And I said, it's not going to be as bad when they come back and win the series like they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were up three to one. And then I was like, ah, I just don't. I, there was a glimmer of hope, but I honestly believed the Warriors were going to come back and win down three one. There was no question in my mind right. that it was going to happen. Well, I mean, the the Thunder finished this series out like they finished a lot of big games that we've seen. Exactly. And it's get up, uh, show your show your strength, flex the muscles. And then when it comes down to finishing it off, they come up short. They right. look lackluster. They um they don't play the way they, they with the same energy that they had, and right. it just kind of falls apart. And so it begs the question: Can the tandem of Durant and Westbrook get back to the finals? To these two guys, did they have what it takes to overcome some of some more of this? Right. Uh, the, I mean, a three-one loss is devastating. Oh yeah, I think going into this summer. You know, Durant is obviously the the marquee free agent, so whatever right. happens with him is what's going to happen. But you know, that aside, like this series was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it was an awesome series. It was haymaker both ways, both guys standing and taking the best punch. Yeah, and it came down to, you know, a final five minutes where mm-hmm. the Thunder were up, and then the door got slammed on him. Yeah, it did. and that's kind of what happened to him all season. And it, like you find out, kind of, you get a, a glimpse into who these teams are. Yeah. In those final minutes of a game seven. Yeah. And I feel like the Thunder played above what they were all season in three games. Mm-hmm. And they showed us exactly who they were in that final five minutes when just execution down the stretch, when things need to be, you know, really sharp, really concise, really smart with what they're doing offensively and defensively. It mm-hmm. wasn't. Um, and that was just who they were all year in big moments. And it oh, showed yeah. up exactly when it didn't need to for them but the reality was that's who they were and uh i was wrong to think that they were going to be anything different than that uh <laughs> going into uh the uh, series with the warriors right uh we've seen throughout the season speaking of people playing as they you know knowing who they are 
Uh, Westbrook is a guy who can who can be all over the place. Um, yeah. He can be on fire one night. He can play a background role and, and excel. He can kind of just take a night off. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we've seen. And, and we asked the question, how will the Warriors try to manage Westbrook? And I think part of that was just what Westbrook was doing with his team around him. Yeah. Um, when Andre Roberson is afraid to shoot the ball, yes. when Dion Waiters um, isn't making the plays he needs to, yeah. uh, Westbrook is guarded a whole lot differently. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's just he the the Warriors are able to make adjustments to make sure that they've got him covered. Yeah, and um, I think I think Steph did a very good job on defense. He did, and I think Steph. a lot of that came from uh, the the little slight that that Russell Westbrook had toward yeah. Steph's oh, he's not, defensive he's ability. Not guarding the best point guards, we said that, and then um, they. Well, I can't remember which reporter it was because I want to give them credit, but they uh, he asked a question, <clears throat> and Russ kind of laughed it off, and then Durant entered and answered the question. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, and it was and Steph did. I mean, he did well. I mean, y- you can only do so much against Westbrook as, trying to, yeah. as far as keeping him in front of you because the guy is a lightning bolt because mm-hmm. you can't do anything to stand in front of him. But the thing you can do, which they did, and which they always do, is they give the Tony Allen treatment to whoever oh, that yeah. fourth fifth player is for the thunder yeah it's a Ro- just, robertson and, was who got yeah. it yeah and you just sit draymond or andre uh, or a uh andrew bogut right in the middle of the paint and it diminishes westbrook's ability to straight line drive to the basket yeah. well we saw that with especially late in game seven um robertson put up it, from the corner he put up a three yeah and he airballed it with right. about eight minutes left yeah and i remember saying to you i was like that's the last shot he ever takes yeah and with with five minutes left, he's on the shoulder and he has fifteen feet of space. Right. And he pumps and passes it to Dion, who has a man all over him. Yeah. Like I was like, that's the play. That's the play he picked. And you could I mean, I, I'm I'm getting mad at him for not shooting. Right. Durant went off. Yeah, on he started him. screaming at him. Oh my gosh. You you were talking about a little bit worried about being family friendly, talking about the LeBron and uh Drake um fiasco but yeah holy cow uh Durant got, Durant got real mad at a couple teammates throughout the series exactly Dion got one too oh man well the thing with Dion we, I mean we know this we've talked about it like mm-hmm. his highs he's just about as talented as anybody like right. he has the ability to be one of the elite shooting guards just from a talent standpoint yeah but it's the consistency with him mm-hmm. that is not there He's yeah. either the highest of Dion or the O for ten, and you're just like, well, yeah, on the I offensive really, end, on the yeah. offensive end, yeah. and defensively, he, you know, I, I would say, this playoffs, he showed me something. Like he, he really came to the table to try mm-hmm. to defend on the other end of the court. Um, had some really big moments against the Spurs. Had some decent games against the the uh, Warriors, mm-hmm. but when it's crunch time and it's the make or break. Dion again, he's going to revert back to who he is. And in game seven, he reverted back. Right. And he was who we've thought he was all season. Yeah. So that's you know, that's the key for this Thunder team, you know, in this kind of crazy offseason they have coming up is who can they add that can just be a wing shooter defender, Nicholas Batum, which I've been talking about for years. <laughs> Please. I want it so bad for them. Um <laughs> you'll get Aaron Aflalo. Yeah. But the thing with them is like you just don't have that fifth guy right i mean you had i mean we we can get down into this as far as the the next question but how, right. how will the warriors try to to manage westbrook and you know they threw a, d- a bunch of different guys at him they threw different defenses mm-hmm. at him um yeah he saw looks from just about every defender they yeah. had out there an interesting fact i was the the uh, the thunder were undefeated this year 
when Westbrook was had a triple double. Really, I didn't know that. Three rebounds away in that game seven. So mm-hmm. had he had three more rebounds, Thunder win. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> But I don't know about the, that the thing about game seven. Though, I took, it, it, I took it, it statistics class. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, but I mean, uh, we can go back <laughs> into game seven though. But I, I just feel like Durant went away as far as the wait. Where did Durant go mm-hmm. for midway through the third until about the four minute mark left in the game? Right, and he came out with a barrage of shots and like clapping it up and getting getting his guys into it. And I'm think, I'm sitting with you. I'm like, yeah. Where was he? Hey, wh- what? Do you, why are you waiting until four minutes left and you're down 11? Yeah, what are you doing, man? Why now, yeah. And they cut it. They cut it to four, right? Yep. And, you know, again, key mo- key moments and key parts of the game, surge, fouls, Steph shooting a three. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and that's series over. Yeah. And that's, that's three points. That, mm-hmm. Now you're down seven again. Now you're under three minutes, and it's like this is this is over. Yep. Uh, but, yeah. Next question was, what was the next one we had? So, talking about oh, the yeah. bigs. Oh, um, um, yeah, yeah. Which style yeah. went out? Um, we actually saw the, the death lineup struggle a bit at the beginning yeah. of uh, the the series. Um, they were actually minus, and through the series, they were like minus 1.4 per game. Yeah. They lost about six percentages on three point. They lost 10 percentages from field goal. Yeah. Um, and so the, it, there was a lot of length. There's a lot of tall, lanky, tall, lanky tallness athleticism with length and length and tall it was insane like i mean they had four guys out there that had seven or more wing foot wingspans right like it was just so many it's so much arm yeah like it's it's hard to get around all of that arm you can't do it it was well i mean that's why you just have to bomb it from 35 feet away (laughs) like the warriors do yeah well i mean they they took advantage of their switches i mean they did there were so many times where we just saw um steven adams get switched on to steph and we're like there's a three right here. Yeah. It doesn't, it, I mean, I get that with his arms up in the air, Steven Adams is nine foot four. Yeah. But like, he's just going to a rainbow over him. And he mm-hmm. did it. He did it yeah. multiple times. We, we would just be sitting like before the ball is even left his hand. We're like, this is a three. Right. And he would nail it. Um, and that's they, what we kind of got talking about a little bit was, I feel like the league has treated this Warriors team conventionally as far as defensive like strategy. Right. And this team is unconventional. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this since the series got tied going to game seven. It's like yeah. they're they're trying to conventionally use defensive tactics to beat this team. Which is push them out on the three point line. Right. Which is I mean, completely ridiculous. You mm-hmm. cannot beat this unconventional team using conventional tactics. So right. the thing that I know we talked about a little bit, and again, I'm not getting paid millions of dollars to to make these decisions or make right. these calls, but I think as I'm watching the game, I'm thinking to myself, all right, what do you do differently here? What do you teach differently here that's that's not the norm for what you're teaching bigs on a switch ball screen? Yeah. So the thing I thought about was, all right, we talked a little about it. Surge, Surge and uh, and Steven Adams just crowd so much mm-hmm. that the, the choice is, well, I guess I'll go around them. Right. Because it's a win. It's mm-hmm. an automatic win if they're not shooting a three. Yeah. Because it's only worth two points if they're inside. Right. Uh, that was every every single time they took a step inside of the three-point line, you're like, this is a win. Like, that's a win. Pos- like, that possession, they've got it. Yeah. Even if they even if they make a basket. Yeah. It's only worth two. It's only worth And you two. can go down the other end, and you're good offensively to get two. And you can match you, two. You yeah. can match two. It's easy to match two. It's hard to match three. Exactly. And if you get into a matching game with the Warriors, you're going to lose that game. Right. But if you can make that matching game, 
two-pointers as opposed to three-pointers. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, teams have looked at this the entire year and wrecked their brain on how they can possibly stop this team. Right. And this is like a, a minute little detail of just, hey, I would teach my guys and coach my guys crowd. Just crowd so much that they don't have a choice but to go around. And I right. feel like Abaka and Adams were, were athletic enough to, mm. to try that. But you saw it. They come off the screen. They throw the hand yep. right up in the air. It's yep. like, dude, they can shoot it with their eyes closed. Like, mm. at this point, they don't really need to even see the basket to let it go to right. have, put it go down. So, yeah, the hand you're not the doing anything. Yeah, a lot less effective. Yeah, yeah, you're not doing anything contesting their shots. Yeah. What you, what you need to do is make those shots not three-pointers. Right. And only make them worth two. So, mm-hmm. again, you were like looking at me like I was crazy like good shoot it shoot it from inside the three fantastic this is perfect right it was yeah well I mean it's 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 a very weird way of thinking about it but yeah. it makes it makes sense that you know it's it's again it's easier to match two for two versus you know a two for three right um and so uh it, it is a strange new way of of thinking about team defense yeah and so um of course it would catch anybody off guard and it was yeah. it, it takes a while to kind of adjust We'll see if Cleveland can make those adjustments as well. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, the uh, predictions that we had for the last week, I went with Golden State in five. Um, right both, team. Right team. So I get a four. You got four. Dan, you went OKC in six. Dover went OKC in seven. Boo. That's Nilo. Nilo for Boo. both of y'all. Yeah, but I was, you know what? Boo. There was about a there was about a two-minute span where I was feeling like the Thunder were up at half at home in game six and mm-hmm. i was like okay right wait a that second was, yeah that was i a, might get this yeah, a seven or a five point lead at halftime yep but then the warriors came out and, and then, then like and then clay thompson yeah. had 41 <laughs> points in that game and you're not going to win if that happens right um real quick we can't move on past this series without talking about draymond and steven adams oh my gosh the kick in the kiwis yes nice way of putting it thank you well i mean he is new zealand though. exactly so kiwis yes. out. Kiwi, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now real quick though so the flail that i mean he, so 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 he hit he hit them between the legs game two uh-huh. that was i would say more incidental right um you know he's on a fast break he does a euro step and goes up and adams just gets caught He's between there. the legs okay now i will say this about that mm-hmm. i could not stand that draymond was chirping at him after just hitting <laughs> him between the legs he's like on the ground he's like yeah tough guy draymond come get some steven adams it's like dude you just hit him in the nuts like <laughs> he's on the ground because he may have to go to the hospital later you know like that's that's what's going on here you didn't like shove him to the ground right well, here's what I think about uh, what happened. You know, game three was the one that got a lot of attention, but game two, he also gave him a little a little love tap. Yeah. Um, here's what I think happened. Yeah, what um, do you think? Draymond Green got a lot of grief after game two about that. You know, right. Just yeah. about that scene, and he, he was given attention. And I think he was trying to play it off as, oh, no, this is just what I do. Sometimes my legs just kick out. Sometimes, like, we're just going, and, and stuff happens, you know? Yeah. And I think what because you, you saw him do it the rest of the series really was there were many other times that he just had little foot kickouts. Well, all these guys and, do. Yeah. Right. And so I think it was really him just trying to sell the fact that, Oh no, this is what I do all the time. And so game three, he really got it and right on target. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh now see, see, and I was like, no, but I told you I do this all the time. Right. Right. Well, not only that, but he was like, Russ does this. This is right. what Russ does. This is yeah. how Russ gets fouled. Oh yeah. Um, now I will say when I saw it, I was like, oh, that was, that's just Draymond trying to get a foul call, and he got it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the replay, and I was like, ooh, I don't know how <laughs> uh, unintentional that was. 
Yeah. But that's neither here nor there, but it's just something that it was as a pretty uh big factor, not factor, but a pretty big talking point throughout the series. And I would would have mattered us if we would have not talked about oh. uh, Stephen Adams getting kicked in the Sam Cassells a couple times. <laughs> well and I think that And we, we just got to call Stephen Adams area the Sam Cassells, which is a win for us. Absolutely. Um uh, and I really think that uh, th- this will go hand in hand with another question that we have for uh the final series. Um Again, the recap, the the Golden State Warriors, they win in seven. They come back. They're the 10th team out of like 200-something to uh, be down 3-1 and come back and win the series. They're going to the finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Last year's uh, matchup, uh, the Golden State won in, in six. You know, we're, we're, We get the rematch back here again. Um, we have four questions. This is the fourth round, so we yep. do, we're doing four questions. And one of the questions that we came up with was, will Draymond Green participate? In every game of the series, right? Uh, because as of right now, Draymond Green is one technical foul, or I'm sorry, is it one or two? He's two technical fouls away from reaching seven, which in the playoffs gives you an automatic suspension. Correct. He is one technical ta- t- one um, flagrant foul. Flagrant point. one. Yeah. yeah, a flagrant one gets him uh, another point on his, and if you get four fr- flagrant points, you're suspended a game. Right. And so he and has obviously, if he goes check. flagrant two, that's a two game suspension. I I believe. I don't think it. I think it's like four, and then it's six, and then eight. Okay. I, I think are the points. Okay. But he would be. I mean, a flagrant two would get him kicked out of the game he is playing in, and then the next game, and then the next yes, game. Yes, yes, uh, Based on how many points he's accrued. Right. Um. So Draymond Green has got to stay in check, and I don't. I don't know. Do you think that there are some fellas for the Cavaliers that could, I don't know, rough, ruffle some feathers? Ruffle? Russell. Russell some feathers? Do you think do you think there might be a couple guys who could get under? And we've already skin? we've already we've already seen one <laughs> from the uh, from the Cavs in uh, Dante Jones. <laughs> Dante Jones, that's right. Yeah, so I we so we know we know there's one guy in the Cavs. If you just throw him in there, he's you know, just going to punch somebody in the ball. He's good for just rearing back <laughs> and just causing trouble. Oh man, I have Bismack Biombo. That that one that one was bad. <laughs> Not enough people gave that one the attention. Well, because it it, the same Dray- Draymond's happened like the night before, so right. it's like oh well, I guess we'll talk about that. But anyway, Bismack uh, it was to infinity and beyond bow there. Nicely done. Thanks. Nicely done. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the, I mean, the Cavs do have guys that can get under people's skin. LeBron Matthew James, Dellavedova. Matthew Dellavedova. He is the key. J.R. Smith is he another, is another one. one. Amon Shumpert has Amon a little Shumpert side of that to him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he just a gangly guy who can do whatever that do whatever he wants. I think Kevin Love is secretly a, a weird attitude guy who could get under somebody's skin. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so there are plenty of guys that could get to Draymond. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to see a game that Draymond's not playing in just because I, I want to see these full rosters go at it. Right. You know, we waited and waited and waited, you know, after last year's finals, everyone's like, well, they were injured. And so it doesn't count. So now we have the full cast. Everyone's there. I would yeah. hate to see Draymond have to go out for a game. And again, we talked about this. I don't think we had the chance. We talked about it just with us, mm-hmm. but like I didn't want to see Draymond get suspended with the Thunder in that series. Like right. I didn't yeah, want to see him who. out. I that's wanted who. to see the top guys at the top level play. Right. So I would hate to see Draymond do something dumb that had him sit for a game. Like right. I want to see the height Warriors and the height Cavs because mm-hmm. I think and we've we've talked about both these teams throughout the whole season. I think it was a foregone conclusion we were going to see these two teams matched up with each other again. Mm-hmm. But now we get to see Cleveland at full strength. So now are we going to see the big difference that not having Kyrie and not having Kevin Love 
right made and like i'm i'm excited to see that and i want to mm-hmm. see that now kevin love he's playing in his first finals ever he, is. he wasn't there last year uh one of our questions was will the moment be too big for kevin love um kevin love started out his playoff career by going 12 and 0 pretty good he started he i'm sorry 14 and 0 yeah 14 and 0 because they won the first two games of the conference finals as well right um now kevin love played a very big a, a big role in in the eastern conference playoffs especially in in rounds one and two right he was a decent defender he he had the uh the three-point shooting when they were all going off he he was right there with the rest of the team um, he's going to get singled out a lot more in this series. There's yes. going to be a lot more attention on Kevin Love. Yeah. And, you know, as the third option for the Cavs team, the focuses are going to be shutting down LeBron and Kyrie for the Warriors. And basically, this this is Kevin Love's time to shine. Right. And he's going to be doing it against probably Draymond Green. Which I think is going to be a really good matchup. It's going to be crazy good. Yeah. And... It, we're gonna see. We're gonna see you. It, mm-hmm. it can let Kevin Love step up in a big moment. And we, we have to check the stat next time. But I heard mm-hmm. on Mike and Mike this morning made three pointers in the playoffs. Clay Thompson won. Kevin Love too. Wow, didn't know that. Yeah, thanks that. a lot, Mike and Mike. Well, maybe Dover can in look the, it up in the stat there. Some stuff. Um, yeah, but I heard that this morning. I was like, oh, three pointers. He's playoffs. been shooting it really well. Yeah, not chaining Fry well, but he's been shooting well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that matchup is going to be key. And mm-hmm. if the Cavs. If they want to win that matchup, they need to keep moving Love around the floor in different places to right. really make Draymond work defensively. Because if they just stand him in the corner and let LeBron do his thing, let Kyber do his thing, mm-hmm. then Draymond's going to help recover situation the entire time, which mm-hmm. is good because it's not as much, you know, he's he's able to do more when he's, he's better when he's floating. Like when he doesn't right. have to really defend somebody, he's really good doing that. Mm-hmm. A la last, you know, last series when he was covering Roberson and could kind of float and do his own thing. Right. Now, if they make it a point to go at Draymond mm-hmm. in the post, you know, have Kevin Love catch it on the elbow. Right. And move him around. And then sometimes, you know, stick him in the corner. And now you're mm-hmm. shooting spot up shots. That's going to be a really key thing for this series, I think. And right. I'm excited about it. Like, can Kevin Love go toe to toe with Draymond? Can mm-hmm. he catch in the on the block and can he score? Can he can he hit the knockdown shots that he's going to get to see? Yeah. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. Um. The next question you had up with was, you know, the Cavs on the other side of the ball. How will they defend against the high ball screen? You know, a lot of what we looked at with the Thunder was um, stuff that the Cavaliers can't do. No, it's they had guys who were athletic and lanky and were able to guard multiple positions and and be able to make those switches. How is Cleveland going to do this? Because they don't have the, that personnel. They don't. What's what, their plan? So what they did last series against the Raptors was they would trap all ball screens. Uh, so what that looks like for them is whoever was guarding the guy going into the ball screen, you'd have Kyrie or whoever defending the ball go over top that screen, mm-hmm. fight over top. Right. And then you'd have the guy guarding the guy setting the ball screen mm-hmm. hedge hard. Right. And push him as far to the sideline as you can get to then create a trapping situation. Mm-hmm. Now the Warriors historically have shredded this right because you get you get draymond yes in that ball screen and then you dump it to him and now you're playing you know one guy ahead and now you're in trouble yeah so the thing i think the Cavs will try to do is they'll probably show a lot of different looks here Mm -hmm. um but i think if they try to trap that ball screen to get draymond the ball in the middle of the floor help side comes Help side's going to have to come from whoever's guarding harrison barnes or andre godala right and you let those guys beat you 
And if they beat you, then you're like, all right, you got us. You, you got us. Mm-hmm. You know, if those are the guys that are going to do it, but you want to get those guys doing it. Right. Not Thompson and Curry. If you get those guys doing it, then you, you can live with losses. Right. I feel like, I feel like Cavs fans can live with a, a loss in the finals if it's Andre Godal hitting threes, Harrison Barnes hitting threes right. off of ball reversals from a uh, trap ball mm-hmm. screen. Well, that leads well into our next question, which was, you know, sometimes unexpected players take over a game. You know, right. we, we everyone's anticipating Steph Curry stealing a game or having his game. Like, this is his moment. LeBron James is going to have his one. Um, you know, Clay, Clay was able to have one in game six, 41 points. Right. Yeah. I think Kyrie has the ability to do one, too. Yeah. Do we have a player who we may not expect to take over and steal the game? Last year, you already talked about it. Last year was uh, Andre Godala yeah. stole the series. He did. He absolutely did. It was he on the defend, defensive end. He yeah. defended LeBron and then made key plays on mm-hmm. the offensive end when they needed to have him. And, right. Uh, so last year we had Andre really stepping up right. in that final series. I don't know. Do you have anybody mm-hmm. that you're thinking that um, they could make a big big play here in the uh, NBA Finals that's outside of the top three guys for both teams? Well, I I hate to say it. Um I think I think we may see a Channing Frye game, which will suck. <laughs> I mean, Channing Frye going six for eight. Uh, that I mean, that's the Channing Frye game. Boom. Right. Yeah. It's over. Like, um, if you have if you have him stepping up and, and making plays, that'll put the Cavs over the edge. Right. Um, if there's anybody who's going to do that on the Warriors, it's got to be Harrison Barnes. But yeah. I I don't think it's I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he can do it. I mean, he had he, this will be the time that he has the opportunity to do so mm-hmm. to take over and uh, have the opening against. Um, maybe he's got Kyrie on him. Yeah. We, we, we just don't know how they're going to try and uh, defend. And I think he's going to have the best opportunity. But there has been almost nothing that I've seen from Harrison Barnes that says I can take over a game. Right. And so I I think if, if we're looking at somebody, I think it'd probably be Channing Fry. Yeah, I think. For me, I think my guy that I'm going to keep an eye on as a, hey, he can really step forward and, and steal a game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Sean Livingston. Sean Livingston. I like that call. So what I'm going to say about Sean like Livingston is he'll probably be matched up with Kyrie a decent amount. Right. Um, And he's 6'7". He's right. super long. And he doesn't have necessarily the side-to-side mm-hmm. quickness that Kyrie has, but that length is bothersome for a guy like Kyrie. Right. And it, as I was focused a lot on who's going to steal it on the offensive end, Sean right. Livingston could do so on the defensive end. And I was like, but like he, he's, you know, he the thing he's going to get matched up with sometimes is going to be Matthew Dellavedova, right? Being in those second units, and what is he really good at offensively is catching it in that mid post range, mm-hmm. backing down and shooting turnaround jumpers. I think we're going to see a decent amount of that when Dellavedova gets matched up against Livingston mm-hmm. for those second units. So I think Sean Livingston's my guy that I'm going like to pick it. as my. Uh, my who could possibly steal a game steal a game uh dover looks like has an update on the statistics you were looking at yes earlier. yes um was i wrong yes you were oh gosh yeah. that's okay kevin loves not in the top five he isn't wow well, maybe it was for the last series maybe, maybe i was, maybe, maybe i dreamed final. about it and woke up maybe in, it was like conference finals jr is in second jr is in second okay gotcha. um so number one being clay Yes, with 77. And then two, JR. With 49. Wow. Three being Steph. Got to be. With 48. Okay. Uh, 77? That's a lot. That is a <laughs> stupid amount of threes. Um, hold on. Let's try and get the for fourth. Let's try and get the final two. Um, is 
I mean, somebody who's probably in the finals. Um, Kyrie. Neither of these last the tied for fourth are in the finals. I was gonna go Durant. Neither of them. Made Westbrook. Well, no. No. One of them made the conference finals. The other didn't. No, didn't. Oh, one of them made the conference finals. The other did not make the conference finals. Correct. Whoa. Um. Well, I must have made a lot of threes early. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, I have no idea who. Uh, Damian Lillard. Oh, okay. Damian Lillard. That was yeah. a good one. With uh, oh, 42. Wow, that was a good and one. That's even more ridiculous because he only played two rounds and hit 42 <laughs> threes. Jeez, then, oh, man. Uh, Kyle Lowry also. Kyle that. Lowry. Okay. Gotcha. So, sorry about me uh, not being correct about Kevin no. Love, but it's fine. He shot it well so far the oh, pre- yeah. the postseason. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he can keep it going. No worries. Um, we have our predictions on this round, and uh, so it's the final round since we doubled and doubled, and now we're going to double our points again. Yep. If you get the team right, you're getting eight points. If you get... The amount of games right, you get 24. Here's the That's thing. a big one. Dan, you're at 32. Right. I'm currently at 30. Dover's at 21. So if we all pick the same team, it all stays the same unless we have different games. Right. Um, I have a feeling that we might be picking different teams. So we'll see what happens. Dover can only get out of last place if he picks the correct team. And the correct amount of games. Right. And uh, if we pick the same team, Dan, I can only beat you if I get the correct amount of games. So, that being said, Dan, I'm going to let you go first. I will go first. And it pains me to to say this because I will be cheering in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. But I think the Warriors are going to win it in six in Cleveland's home court and just tear the hearts out of Cleveland fans all over the world and just stomp right on it with the back of their shoes. <laughs> and I'm going to go Warriors in six, winning in Cleveland. All right. Well, uh, I wanted to pick Warriors in six. Oh, boy. But I want to win more. That's So I'm going Warriors in five. Warriors? I could see it happening. <laughs> They're playing super well right now. Yeah. I, I could see it happening. I'll go Warriors in five. Dover. Cavs and six. Cavs and six. Cavs and I gotta, six. I gotta go different. You, well, of course, Cavs. But. Okay, he's also going for the storyline. Think about the Cavs winning the championship on At their home, home court. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I don't think riots. they're going. They're not going to win anything less than six. I mean, six, I'm going to be going to game three, right. so that's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh. That's right. He keeps talking about this. Are you gonna? Like, are you gonna do a like can, he has can eight thousand dollars? So can he live chat or live? Uh, Oh, you! Can, oh, he can, can tweet it. Live tweet. Tweet live it. Tweet the, L- live the tweet game. it from the Hackachat account. I love it. I'll do it. Look at that. And you can you can post some videos and some pics and other things. I don't know. Uh, I think that's those are the only things you can post are pics, I videos, I don't even and, have and text. Uh, those are the only things. I think those are the in only the things. World. Okay. Well, Charlie. All right. Well, I'm glad that we got that covered. Okay. Cool, cool beans. Um. So we know our plans for the finals. Uh. Game one's tonight. That's right. It's we're kicking it off. Nine o'clock. Uh, we're real pumped. Um, we're we're gonna come down. We've 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 gone over all the playoff stuff. Now we're just gonna see what happens. We're gonna enjoy the finals. Uh, you can tweet along with us. You can do all that stuff. We're getting to the end of our show here. Uh, but we always have one segment that we have to cover. So I'm gonna Every hand week. it over to Dan. And that segment that you guys have all come to know and love is keeping up with Chris Dapp. <laughs> Wow. I'm excited. A really cool week. Good one. And you sent it to me. So yes. I, I feel like you should take the run take the lead on no, this no, no, one. No, no, no. This is this is your well, deal. This is so your deal. Go not for it. okay, so so this is so this is Chris Dapps, mm-hmm. obviously a guy that I love. 
also a guy that I love, Giannis. Giannis. Giannis sent it to Kumpo. So what do you know? What's going on with those guys? They're playing street pickup ball in Greece, in Greece together. What? <laughs> what do you know? Just playing some hoops in Greece because they're NBA players. They play at the highest level, and they can go wherever they want to just pick up and play. And I love – I really hope that more than anything that these two guys, like, develop this really, like – deep bond in mm-hmm. relationship and become best friends yes and then the nba tv network does a tv show about their friendship they <laughs> follow them around in the summers and they get to see them travel around the world and play games i want that more than anything well the knicks have uh thonis right in, brother in, in their d-league system right um and i believe i believe he's signed to an nba contract and he's just uh he's put in their d-league system right um and so, like, he's he's around, and so he has, like, that connection there. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess every European player just knows each other. They're his best buds. I guess. The um, AAU circuit over there is the same as what it is here, right? That's how it works. <laughs> Do you think that um, this is, like, Chris Stapps was, like, on vacation. He's like, ooh, I hear we have a basketball court down the street. I'm just going to, like, go uh, work out for an hour, and there was Giannis. See, I think part <laughs> – I well, want to imagine – I know that's not it. There well, had to be, like, some sort of organized yeah, thing. There was, there was an like event. Under Armour or yeah, something. Yeah, it was an event that they played in, you right. know, like the like the Rucker Park. But I don't know what the equivalent is in Greece, but I would imagine <laughs> there's something like that. Uh, but that they played in a game like that where there were fans. The where Greek they came Rucker to Park. Yeah, the Greek Rucker Park. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll call it Baklava Center. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that? Do you think they have like a uh, um, a dude like emceeing like at Rucker Park and and in some of those street games? Right. Like they have like guys who have a mic and you're just like basically adding color commentary to the live game that's going yeah. on. Like I really hope that that's happening. And there's just, just like Gakosi, Gakosi, let's do this. <laughs> that means hello in Macedonian. It's not quite Greece, but it's like close. <laughs> It's in the same like vicinity of the world. You mean the Mediterranean Sea? That's exactly. The, it's, yeah. it's the same, you know, taste palette. Like, right. Yeah. Spice, whatever. Yeah, oh, there's okay. lots of olives. <laughs> so anyway. Wonderful. But I like to think that, that Giannis um, and Chris Dapps made this happen beforehand because I like yeah. I said, I, I want their relationship to just be two best friends. Oh, I like agree. I want their sh- I want them to be on a show like Robin Big, but just Chris Dapps <laughs> and Giannis. Like I want I want this NBA TV execs. If you're listening to me, I w- the Hackett Chat crew will produce, will write, will do whatever we need to do if we make this happen with Giannis and Chris Dapps just being best friends. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome! So that'll be All my right. project this summer is coming up with ideas for what we'd call the show, what they would do, and how oh, we make this happen. Yes. Oh my gosh, one of them has to like buy a tiger, and the other one's like, "Well, I don't know if that's a good idea." Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, there are so many possibilities with these two. Um, but right. anyway, that was. Keeping up with Chris <laughs> Back to you, Chuck. That was phenomenal. Uh, that, that may have been one of our best keeping up with Chris Depps ever. Yes, um, it was. Uh, we're reaching the end of the show, and so we have to play some games. We have our trivia standing. I don't remember um, our scores. I know Dan's up by one still. Yeah. Just because that's just how we've been going on about oh, yeah. this. Um, this is the final one of the season. Final one of the, so, right, yeah, 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 of the season. We have to figure out um, what's going to happen at the end i don't know we'll figure it out i'm not worried about it me either cool all right uh dover gyro you got it what's up okay this is about the finals all right of the active franchises Mm -hmm. which franchise has the longest drought of nba finals appearances so um between two finals appearances or or like since their last one, correct. Okay, the, since their last one, amount of years is a point, and then the franchise is a point. 
Okay, I have two questions. Yes. One of the questions is, uh, is it a possibility that one of these is an ongoing drought? Yes. Okay. And so, like, it doesn't, it's it's not like a finite, this is the ending number. Okay. No, it could be that. It, it could that be either This one. is still going on. It's just from this point back, the okay. number of years and what team. All right. Um... Well, I, it's and it's finals appearance. Finals just appearance. The, just the appearance. Finals yeah. appearance. Um, that is a great question. So I mean, we can rule out everybody who's just been around recently. I can just come up with those off the top of my head. Um, I have mine. I don't. I, I don't feel confident, but I have one. I have one. I'm gonna put it down. I I opened a, a word document on my computer okay, to do it. I just wrote mine down. Um, you go first this time, because I went first on the other ones. I go first just about, or you go first just about every time. Yeah. I you're always nervous, aren't you? I hate this. Um, I'm going to say the Hawks. I'm going with the Hawks. Um, Number of seasons. Um, because I, well, I, wa- I want to talk through this. Because if I'm going first, I don't even care what you think. Whatever. Okay. Um, okay, that's okay. Okay, I'm trying to remember the last time the Hawks would have gone to the finals. And it wasn't. See the the one spot that I have missing just in my mind head is like the in the middle of the nineties. I just don't know who the Rockets play. I can't come. I can't come up with who they played, um, and so that worries me. Um, oh man! All right, I'm gonna go with the Hawks, and I'm gonna say forty-two. This is awesome. What? Because I said the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, shut up! But no. I said forty-three. Shut oh. up! <laughs> Well, and I'm not kidding. It's right written there. down. Oh Atlanta my. Hawks, 43. Okay, well, let's start with the number. Uh, dance closer. Farts. What was it? 46. Okay. Oh, come on. Was it, was it 1971? No. Okay, I couldn't remember. This, also, this team has never gone to the finals. Oh, well, that's not fart. Oh. You said drought. I thought, like, since their last one. This is a drought since whenever a team went to the finals until now or until they went to the finals or until they went again. I didn't realize. But did we get the team right though? No. So it's not even the Hawks. It's not the uh, Hawks. Hawks. What is the team? Clippers. Clippers. Oh, well that's, well I knew that. Now yeah, I'm upset. I, I interpreted the no. question the same way you did. The right. team that has been there in the longest drought. Gyro, but, I but need you to find out what team has had the longest drought since their last one. Because honestly, just, this makes me mad at you. Okay. I'm, fine. I'm 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 furious. I, I bet you could look it up really really quickly. I think you have it right now. Yeah, I have it. Different list. Okay. Oh my gosh, what did we mess up? What what was the answer? Okay, it's the uh, Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings. So when was the last time they made a finals appearance? Nineteen fifty-one. Wait, were they the Sacramento Kings in nineteen fifty-one? No, so. no, they were not the Sacramento. Who were they? Think so. Um, well, let's see here. I can look it up. Uh, nineteen fifty-one. They were the Rochester Royals. Interesting. Interesting. In well, well, look at that. Well, look at that. Um, Modern day Kings. Yeah. Oh, we got the the Atlanta Hawks one. It was uh, sixty-one. Ah, was the last time we did pretty well. Yeah, we weren't yeah, ten, ten years that. off. We weren't bad. I mean, we got a team that had a very long drought. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel comfortable with at least a decent guess. Sorry about the wording on that question. No, that's fine. Bad. I just knocked over the iPad. It's all, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, don't right. worry about it. Everyone's frustration fine. Of you it. know what? It happens. I guess I I lose the season series and trivia. Yeah. And we'll figure out 
something. I feel like that we were both on the <laughs> same page and almost the exact same number. As really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was super close. Um, Very close. Our next game that we do, uh, we have our, uh, if it hits, I'm a genius. And, and it's us trying to make our bold predictions on what's going to happen in the NBA. And uh, some of them get close. Uh, almost n- no, none of them have ever been right. Um, last week, I thought that LeBron James would get two triple doubles. He got one. Pretty good. He got one triple double. Not and a he genius, was, yeah. So I'm a smart guy. Really smart. Smart guy. Like you could work at the Pentagon. Right. And you know, defense. Right. But just not a genius. Not a genius. Not you're not putting, you know, spaceships onto the moon. Not yet. Uh Dan, you thought that Channing Fry would go for nine three pointers in the game. Not happening. And you started out with seven. So, so, yeah, and then you bumped me up because he already And then I bumped seven. you up, but then he didn't he didn't get seven either. No, so he did he did have a nice run in game five where he hit mm-hmm three in a row right after the Cavs went 11 for 11 on 11 straight possessions right so yeah <laughs> didn't hit nine but that was a cool Channing Fry moment yeah it was a cool but Channing not a genius uh Dover Dover went for uh Russell Westbrook he believed in the Russ hype and uh, thought Russ could go for three games of 40 points or more uh he did not get a single game of 40 points or more very I mean, close on 36 in game four yeah yeah I mean but game, game three and four I mean 30 and 30 in game three 31 in game five so like he he made it, he made a, an effort at it at he least. He, 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 he did well. Not a genius though. Uh next week, uh Dan, what do we got? So, we're going to probably be recording after the NBA finals. Yes. So, during the time, I'm going to say Draymond Green has two triple doubles in the NBA finals. Oh boy. Okay. How I do we feel about that. that? I like that. Is it good enough? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think that's good. I think that in both those and anyway, I'll add it to it. So, Draymond has two triple doubles. Mm-hmm. Warriors win both of those games. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. That's I like fine. It. So, like, so if he has a triple double and they lose, then I don't get it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So two triple doubles, two wins for the Warriors. I have um my mine is is kind of a two parter. Okay. Uh, I think J.R. Smith is um he's been relatively well behaved. Um, true. And so I think it's time for him to snap. Yeah. So, uh, untie some shoes. Uh, yeah, he's gonna untie some shoes okay. and cool. he's gonna untie some. Some insane knots in uh, Draymond Green's head. I think that J.R. Smith baits Draymond into a suspension punishment. Interesting. Um, I like this. But I also think that to do so, J.R. Smith gets thrown of it, thrown out of at least one game. I allow it. That's so, really good. Okay. okay. Yes. I allow it. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, the best one. Charlie's not going to like this one. Yeah, well, I hate you anyway, so yeah. it doesn't even matter. Well, we, we it's all it's a it's joking hate the audience. Nope, they like nope. each other. It's real. They've been friends for years. It's real. Nope. I think that the Warriors are going to blow two fourth-quarter leads in this series. Interesting. I don't I don't like that. I'll, you know what? I like this, but give me which games it's going to happen. Or, okay. or give me how many points they'll come back. Yeah, I'll allow that too. How, how about like if you, if you give a certain number, like they have to blow a this point lead. Because I feel like like when the Thunder, like they blow fourth quarter, it's like you're up four. Yeah, going yeah. The fourth they quarter. could it's not be really five. Blowing. Yeah. yeah. Let's so call it uh, eight points. You got to get the double digits yeah, for me. you got to go double digits. Ten points. Two ten point leads. Going into the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Going into the fourth. Yes. And they, and they lose those games. Yes. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. I don't yes. like it, but I'll accept it. I like it. I accept it. Go, baby. All right. Girl. 
good enough for us well we have the finals coming up everyone keep your calendars ready uh we're it's going to be a lot of fun uh we will have a show to recap that and and talk about the draft um the nba draft is just a couple weeks away it is yeah it's just right around the corner one of my favorite times of the year oh it's going to be a, a blast make sure you keep up with us and uh keep up with our friends over at thegamehouse.com you can find their website at thegamehouse.com uh h-a-u-s for the yes. record um they they've been great to us they've been distributing our stuff uh they've got writers on just about every sport you could think of um so go ahead and check them out and give them the clicks and uh, and all that jazz you can follow them on twitter they're at the game house you can follow us on twitter as well hack underscore uh underscore chat make sure you get our names for our studio yes we, we need those studio we need names. The names you can also email them at hackachatcast at gmail.com you can find myself on twitter at cleep3 you can find gyro on twitter at jtd perk Dan is not on Twitter. Not yet. Still. Um, he's working on it. Maybe. Yep. Big move out to at the Chicago area. Maybe man, means a Twitter. Man. The, I doubt it happens though. It, the Illinoisians. Mm. They really They, they might really come on and the feel Twitter. the Illinois of my Twitter. Oh. Hello. Speaking of noise, you can go to SoundCloud and find Tim Pichatelli's page. He made our uh, music for our, the beginning of our show. Uh, you can give him some clicks there on SoundCloud. You can give us clicks on SoundCloud as well. We are also now on the Google Play Store, and Ooh. we are on Stitcher as well. Hello. Uh, we are on iTunes, and on all of those, you can subscribe, you can rate, and you can review our show. Hey, uh, and please make sure you pass pass it out. Give it to all your friends. It's basketball season. The uh, finals are here. Can you just can you if, if can you somebody can you, who needs can you, finals information? They also would way. like to probably hear information about what happened to Harold Miner, like we I promise everybody at the beginning of every episode. All right, all right. You know what? This there's a lot going on. Honestly, a lot going on. Here's the deal: right. we had the we had conference finals. We have finals coming up in our next episode. Yeah. After that, so now we're asking two episodes even, in advance. You're not even, you're not even going to be here. But like, I might, I might. You meet are him abandoning in us. We you're don't even abandoning know. Abandoning us. We don't know where he lives, so I might run into him in Chicago. Harold, we have no idea where Harold Miner is. We don't. I'm going to be real. If I saw Harold Miner out in public, I probably wouldn't recognize him. A unless, like, it was 1996. Like, if I right. saw him in yeah. 1996, I'd be like, ooh, that's Harold Miner. Yeah, hey, really cool dunk, man. I don't know what he looks like now, though. I don't either. That'd be tough. But, but all right, we'll try I have the out. information ready to give to everybody all right. once I have that We're opportunity. We're going to have a so, lot to talk about. So not, We're going to digest so, the finals, talk right. about the draft. Just, just a little. Like just a little. Like right. not, not, okay, not next episode. We do draft Harold Minor information. Can we do it? Right. I'll count that as a maybe. All right. Well, until then, make sure you travel safe. Be good to one another. Ball out.